What's going on, everybody? This is Tyson McGuffin. Welcome to the McGuffin Show. We are on episode 15 here. Going to be chatting about Mother's Day, PPA schedule for 2022, Atlanta tournament coming up next weekend, YouTube channel, camps, uh, coaches tips, and instructional nuggets. This uh, beautiful Wednesday. Today, Wednesday? Uh, yeah. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday. We got a 20-week uh, <laughs> mom over here, you know, so brain's a little prego. And, uh, fighting a little cold. Fighting so. a little cold that she got from me. A little Gosh, foggy. Daddy, I mean, come on. I got the whole damn house sick. Way to go. Huh? Way to go. <laughs> I thought I was invincible. I thought I wasn't going to get it. I know. I know. She usually is. She's, she's invincible to me. Oh, uh, thanks, love. She is. Uh, meaning that uh, <laughs> that she can run circles around me all day and actually just treated this little lovely lady for uh, uh, her birthday and Mother's Day, kind of back to back. So it's always a good uh, week and a half for, for Meg, uh, the uh, uh, beginning of May, if you know what I mean. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, and turn those notifications on and uh, get your butt subscribed to the MacGuffin Pickleball Club. Best podcast, best instructional videos, best content in pickleball all day long and i couldn't do it without this little honey over here i'll tell you what love this chica love this chica uh so uh, uh mama how is it being 20 weeks prior ago uh it's familiar dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, back to back so uh just reliving the dream reliving the dream coming from the legend reliving the dream you know no margaritas not a lot of sleep but uh. this guy right here has been clean and sober too, making sure I'm a good husband. Hey. I'm not slamming booze in front of her. Not gonna so lie, nice. when uh, during uh, uh, banker's uh, pregnancy, Cooking I was time. <laughs> I was smashing drinks the whole time. Not gonna lie, uh, but in a in a moderate fashion with with tournaments and training and all that. But I was just drinking at that time, so um, I'm being a much better husband uh, as of now and not drinking and. Not gonna lie, we've been uh, we've been uh, we've been smashing <laughs> Heineken zeros. Uh, so what good. else? What else? I mean, shit. Uh, hey, we've we've made a really good virgin margarita. Yeah. We figured oh, it out finally. Yeah. It's boom. No, it's a lot good. of work, but it's, it's good. Of, what is it what is, is that brand? Come on. Oh, come on. Oh, I can't think of it. Some organic. Yeah, it's so mix. bomb. It's so good, bomb. Though. It tastes just like a margarita. It's really good. It does. It's very refreshing. <laughs> Very refreshing. Uh, anyhow, so yeah, I got sick first, and um, I just, I just knew that, you know, uh, I kind of had an idea that the whole house may get sick. I probably should have been, uh, uh, should have been more selfless, if you know what I mean, and uh, uh, wore a mask and probably <laughs> locked myself up, but I didn't. But you know, to uh, my credit, we, you know, we had we had Sky, we had Banks. Uh, you know, there's help needed around the house. So with that being said, <laughs> I knew that I probably shouldn't be locking myself up, and I should be more so, you know, trying to take care of the family and do stuff around the house and make myself useful. 
even though I was low of energy and, and hawking up God knows what. Um, but uh, We thought it was allergies at first. Yeah, you know, so. I, I, that's always like phase one, you know, especially during these times. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, I don't allergies. I don't have COVID. It is it is it's nothing but allergies, okay? I'm not going to lie. There is a, a ton of pollen on our deck. Yeah. Rafa's been oh, trying yeah. to pressure wash the Poor deck, Rafa. and, and he's, spent, he's spent about a week no. trying to get that pollen off the deck. <laughs> Um, anyhow, so yeah, so, you know, yeah, the uh, first thing was we, uh, thought it was allergies and then the next morning I woke up and felt like somebody just punched me in the face, uh, or actually like right in my sinuses. So I kind of had an idea that I was definitely sick. Um, but, uh, like a good boy, stayed away from the public, stayed at home for a couple days. Mm -hmm. Um, marinated in the house, marinated <laughs> in the house and got everybody sick. <laughs> oh my gosh. Probably, oh. probably the, uh, uh, the biggest heartbreak, uh, aside from my wife obviously being pregnant and being sick, was I remember waking up. I usually, uh, you know, let let this little chica sleep in over here. So I'm usually up by like six or seven. But if Banks is, or actually my favorite part of the morning is getting up, checking on Banks. If she's sleeping, she looks like an angel. Um, but uh, uh, anyhow, I, I had walked over to her crib. She was up. She was uh, uh, sitting on her butt, uh, looking all cute. But she had green... Uh, snot coming out of her nose and I kid you not my heart like dropped yeah it's her first time getting sick it's my little precious angel and I got her sick I mean come on dad be be better be no better. she she's been she's better than all of us she had one hard day of she's much tougher than all of us yeah no she's she bounced back way faster crawling around all smiles all all good to go. No, no loss of appetite. No, she's, she's like her mother. Uh, no. anytime I get sick, I'm a complete wussy. And I feel like most times guys get sick. They're just, they're, uh, you know, usually their wife or their spouse or mom takes care of them. I feel like when females get, get sick, they just boss their way through it. Say, screw it and freaking swallow it down. Anyhow, bankers is, is, uh, um, is more like Meg when she's sick. So I'm, I'm very, very happy for that. Still sleeping twelve she, hours a night. She's still <laughs> sleeping like a sleeping like an angel twelve hours a night. Anyhow, yeah, w woke up, walked over to her crib, and uh, you know, just having a baby girl and having her wrapped around my finger and seeing green snot out of her nose. Gosh, broke my heart. Uh, anyhow, um, she's she was out for like a half a day, and then I mean, like she was chilling on the couch. She's got snot running down her nose. She's laughing, having a good time, rolling around. Making, you know, making fun noises. So it, it didn't phase her for all that long. No. Bankers as a machine. Yeah, she's already better, I think. She is. No she sniffles. Everything's gone. She's she's ready to go. But, and then Sky Man was sick. Not going to lie. You know, Sky doesn't like to be sick. And, <laughs> and Sky had a little had, had a little taste of, uh, uh, we call it nano syndrome. <laughs> so grandma or granny uh, or uh, a Sharon. This applies to all grandmas. Yeah, right. All oh, pfft. <laughs> Grandma syndrome. Always say yes. Fill them up with sugar. Um, they can't do any wrong. They can't do any wrong. Anyhow, you know, Sharon's <laughs> basically putting stuff in Sky's mouth and telling Sky that he's sore. Or I, I guess uh, she's asking. Uh, yeah, she's asking <laughs> Sky if he's sore, or she's asking Sky if she's not, or if, if he's not feeling good, or she's asking Sky if he doesn't want to go to school. We all know what the answer was. He's he's all about all about Nano. So. He was following Nano's lead. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Nano's not going to watch this episode, but uh, <laughs> uh, we, we call that the Nano syndrome. Um, and my, my son Ty has that same syndrome with my mom comes into town and I always have to take Ty up to his room and say, hey, 
you have a huge case of granny syndrome right now. You need to start listening to dad. I know that granny says yes to everything, but we own this house. Granny does not own this house, if you know what I mean. Um, so that's always, that's always a battle that we kind of, you know, have yeah. to have to roll through is granny's coming to the house trying to take ownership of the house and we got to put our foot down and 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 obviously we we love their help oh yeah right yeah for sure love their help but yeah and we let it go to a point but then when we just know it's not gonna end when it's a tad bit over the top (laughs) and they're being a little too sensitive then we lay lay the hammer down yeah we know we got to go back to the old faithful old faithful baby (laughs) um but anyhow yeah i'm starting to feel better i'm ready to kick ass in in atlanta with anna lee it's gonna be super fun first time playing with anna lee and riley um had a had a great uh great result last year at that same tournament silver and singles uh won men's and i'm not gonna lie i do not believe i even showed up for mix actually i showed up no 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 sorry 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 uh, 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 mix was Saturday and then men's was Sunday. Yeah, it's my fault. So uh, I actually played with Corinne and we took six in mixed. And then on Sunday, I uh, played with Rye and we got a got a W over uh, Wright and Johns in the finals. So I'm not going to lie, that felt pretty stinking good. Um, uh, I was thinking of the Newport tournament where Rye and I won on that Saturday night. And I'm so sorry, Corinne, but uh, I was uh, very... Uh, very happy about our result on Saturday and, and probably did not play the way that I should have on Sunday because I, uh, um, because I had a very good result Saturday night. And I'm not going to lie, I just I didn't put a whole lot of effort in and it's my fault. So I'm sorry, Corinne. Um, but uh, uh, anyhow, so yeah, super excited to go to Atlanta. Uh, always a fun place at that Lifetime Fitness. Uh, it's a gorgeous club. Um, so pretty. Yeah, that's, it's killer. Yeah, that like green, uh, that greenery and like the trees and stuff like grow over the road in the entrance there as you're driving in. That's killer. Talking about Mother's Day here. So Mother's Day uh, for us, uh, I made sure to take care of all the females in my life. Uh, my lovely wife here, mother-in-law, my mom. Got them all some flowers. And then uh, my mom lives in Seattle, so she's about six hours away. Uh, so I will uh, probably treat her next time she's Next time she wants to come to Coeur d'Alene, because I'm not going to lie, she doesn't come to Coeur d'Alene a lot. You know, we always have to go over there. Mom, I hope you're not watching this episode. Okay? Come over. Bash the grannies. <laughs> Bash the this grannies. Like reverse the Mother's Day. You're, uh, you're undoing everything I know, right? that you just did. It's uh, not good. Uh, uh, <laughs> better stop. Boy, right, man. right, right. L- love my grannies. But um, uh, anyhow, ended up getting uh, Meg and Nano a massage. Uh, so that's kind of nice. We always have a masseuse come over, whether we're, you know, traveling, uh, playing tournaments or, um, you know, we're, we're home for a couple of weeks. We kind of like to be treated to a uh, deep tissue. I like to get beat up pretty bad. This chick over here is much tougher and can can take a much bigger beating than than I can. I'm not going to lie. Get me uh, close to passing out. Yeah, right. And get, I'll feel great the next day. <laughs> get her close to passing out. <laughs> it's intense. It's intense. Anyhow, I uh, got them. I got Meg a uh, two-hour massage. Got Nano a two-hour. And then I slid in for about an hour. You know, got to gotta take care of this 31-year-old body. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a beautiful Mother's Day. want to wish all the mothers out there a uh, uh, special, happy, late Mother's Day since this episode will be posted a little later. Um, but, um, uh, love all the females in my life. Uh, and then Meg's birthday. Um, we, we had a great time. We ended up, uh, dropping, dropping Thai man off, uh, in central Washington with his mom. And then since we were kind of cruising that direction, 
there's this cute little town a little north of where I grew up in Lake Chelan, and that town is called Winthrop. It's pretty killer. It's in the uh, Medhow Valley, um, but um, yeah, a, f- a fun little cute town. There's like one little road, uh, super outdoorsy. You walk the town every morning, get coffee right in town there. Um, you can go check out the river, and then in the afternoons, uh, we uh, went for a hike, hiked up to some waterfalls, posted that stuff on my stories. Um, so yeah, beautiful part of the country. It was Meg's first time going there. I had previously um, uh, traveled there a bunch uh, with my family kind of growing up. Uh, we used to always stay in the same cabin on the river, so I made damn sure. Um, that was like my dad's favorite spot. That was like his, you know... Um, a uh, place where he could go and just kind of uh, reset, not worry about anything. And uh, uh, that was his big stress reliever was getting to go up to Winthrop, taking his kids up there and staying at the River's Edge Resort at that little cabin. So made sure that we got the cabin and uh, kind of cute. There's like a little private hot tub on the back, uh, river in the back, uh, or I guess river on the uh, back porch there. Um, anyhow, very relaxing. We had a great time. I uh, got some hiking in. Bankers um, was, you know, living the dream as always. Yeah, she loved it. She loved the sound she of the river. It. That river was a little intimidating, not going to lie. A little, a little rapid. <laughs> when we got there, rapid. I was like, oh my goodness. Rushing. Good thing there's like glass patio and, you know, it's definitely an adult river, not not a Very small much child so. river. Yeah, yeah, it probably doesn't make sense to bring Sky or Ty there because they're no, going to want to get in no, the water no. and it was pretty rapid. Not for a little while anyways. Tell, yeah. uh, if you don't mind here, Mama, tell the viewers uh, what your impression of Winthrop was. Oh, I loved it. It was... Um, very small, which is kind of nice. And it was funny because we're always working, always. So we take, I take my laptop and um, phones and everything everywhere we go. Um, and the first thing we tried was the Wi-Fi. And not going to lie, wasn't that great. <laughs> Wi-Fi was not great. So we kind of had to unplug for a couple of days, which is kind of nice. Yeah, right. we, I watch, we watch so much stupid content. It's good to put the freaking phone down. Is, Gosh. No. So it was nice. I don't want to see how much screen time I have every day. Ugh. Yeah, so if I haven't returned your email or call, I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll get back soon, to you. Soon, soon. Um, no, but that was really nice to kind of just relax. And um, I loved how small the town was. And you weren't kidding when you said in the morning, we'll walk to coffee or we'll walk to it's breakfast, right lunch, dinner, everything. Jump in a skip, you know. Sheriff's station. I mean, all sheriff's of it. right just there. one road. In case you're being naughty, I'm going to take you over to the sheriff's station. Ice cream shop, candy get shop. Get you a spanking. Oh, it was good. Yeah, it was good. And hikes. We went on a hike. Yeah. It was a little of interest, but <laughs> it was a little bit. You, oh my UK. gosh! Tell the story. You have <laughs> to. So bad. Oh, it's no, it's so brilliant. bad. I will, will tarnish my North Idaho reputation. Brilliant. No, no, no we were hiking. <laughs> tarnish. <laughs> and uh, Tyson's carrying bags, and we're kind of. It was hard to even find the trail. I feel like we we went back and forth. And we're like, are we on the right, right trail? Well, there's a waterfall. It must be the right trail. Yeah, right. So. Just started hiking up, <coughs> saw some, some poop on the ground, and thought, hmm, this kind of looks like deer poop, but I'm not quite sure what this is exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. We, I <laughs> know nothing about, about uh, I should know uh, gauging better. poop and telling you what animal <laughs> laid that poop out. I, I, but I wouldn't know. I don't know. It started crossing my mind that it could be a different animal. And we might, might I mean, be careful. And then I realized that they were fresh tracks. 
So, yeah, yeah. Just that's But what, what did you think the animal was? <laughs> Come on, go ahead. I thought it could have been a little black bear. And she didn't say little to me. She said a freaking black bear. So here I am hiking up this uh, mountain. And I'm like looking behind me, making sure there's no cougars. You know, Banks is on my chest. I'm in like my most athletic stance. We're in the just tiny. getting ready to like either dart <laughs> or or making sure I don't like slip on a rock as my as my angels strapped to my chest. Um, so anyhow, as we're hiking up, like we keep seeing fresh <laughs> droplets, and we're like, shit. <laughs> I mean, if we gonna run into something, is there gonna be a is there gonna be a bear den at the very top of this thing? No, they're all yeah, yeah. drinking margaritas, <laughs> smoking cigars, and well, and just waiting thing. for us we to get up there. We didn't know where the end was. Like it kept getting yeah. like skinnier and skinnier. And well, if there so. if there was a bear den up there, I would leave Banks and then take off. <laughs> take her. Okay? We were just gonna give him the bag. <laughs> to go. Take take the Louis bag. All right. It's leather. Just it's leather. <laughs> No. Oh, that no, was, we survived. We did. It was fun. It was. It's it good was. to get our blood pumping me, a little bit. It had me freaked out for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I was sweating and, then and I'm breathing like, hard. Then I'm starting to think, I'm like, gosh, like there's no way. I'm thinking about like a like a bear's cannon and, and, and what would come out of that and how big that would look and how messy that would look. And I'm like, gosh, this looks like so clean and organized. <laughs> it looks so small. Like there's no freaking way it can be a black bear. Well, we um, couldn't Google it. We, we so <laughs> once, what well, uh, bullshit, once we got back to the, uh, once we got back no, to the cabin. No, we were on the trail. Oh, yeah. We couldn't. No, you're right. Once we got back to the cabin, yes. Meg did her research, as she usually does. And, and I to ate a piece out. of humble pie. <laughs> air poop. I was wrong. There was no bear den. Gladly wrong. Bear den. It was okay. <laughs> it was funny. It was brutal. Um, I don't know if you guys checked out the uh, boxing match with Canelo and Saunders, but uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty sick. Um, not usually a, uh, I'm not going to lie, haven't watched a lot of boxing so not as educated i would say uh my iq and mma uh it's probably a bit better than boxing but um i'm a huge canelo fan this guy is like god in mexico uh his last loss was to mayweather about 10 years ago uh pound for pound best fighter in the world um i'd like to see mayweather and canelo in their prime uh, hit it off um that's what i don't like about boxing too though like Canelo lost to Mayweather, and then they never fought again. That would never happen in, in MMA. MMA, they're going to have, I mean, prime example, Dustin Poirier and uh, Conor McGregor fought once, I don't know, I don't know how many years ago, but Conor won. They fought again uh, last year. Dustin won. Now they're having a trilogy fight. So um, like to see that, like to see that. But Canelo's a beast. Uh, if you guys get a chance, take a look at his entrance uh, into the ring. Crazy. So sick. High produ production. Yeah, mark. he's got like a mariachi <laughs> band. He's got a Dolce & Gabbana poncho on. I mean, sick. <laughs> Slick. Those gloves. Oh, my well, gosh. gloves are It was all Dolce & Gabbana. I mean, I'm, I mean, how much? I, uh, no, but just that, that, that whole entrance was so slick. And the mariachi band, and he's like, you know, dancing around, shadow boxing. Uh, I, I fell, I mean, I, I was in love with him before the entrance, but after seeing the entrance and after seeing him win the fight, like, uh, hands down, he's the man, number one in my book, and I'm, a, and I'm a true fan. So It was crazy, though. The other guy's entrance wasn't anything, was it? 
Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Nobody can mess with Canelo. <laughs> That's crazy. But um, uh, <laughs> yeah, he ended show. up knocking him. Oh, he didn't knock him out, but uh, he ended up uh, uh, breaking his eye orbit. Is it orbit? Orbital. The socket, right? Uh, ended up breaking bone? his eye socket. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure his cheekbone in the eighth round. I think I think the judges had it like the first four rounds. Canelo won. And then uh, Billy Joe Sanders picked up the pace rounds uh, uh, five, six, and seven. May have won those rounds. And then he uh, poked the bear, if you know what I mean. And Canelo came out in the eighth round and just slapped that boy around. Slapped him. And um, uh, anyhow, Billy Joe Sanders uh, was a bad move. He ended up like moving his head down uh, pretty quickly. And as he moved his head down, <laughs> Canelo for like, I don't know, rounds four, five, and six, and seven, he like kept trying to uh, uppercut uh, Saunders and he kept missing him. But uh, Canelo's packed with power. And so... He, you could tell that if he landed one of those punches that uh, it may be, may be good night. And he just happened to catch him in the eighth round. Uh, yeah, broke his cheek, broke his uh, eye socket, and uh, uh, Saunders' eye closed up. And so uh, in MMA, if their eye closes up, um, they, they let him fight to a certain degree. But obviously, if it gets really swollen, then they stop it. Um, boxing, I believe Saunders' corner actually called it off. Yeah, his coaches. Yeah, his coaches called it off. But... Um, uh, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua are going to be fighting uh, sometime this summer, so I'm looking forward to that. But anyhow, it's kind of cool to see Fury in Saunders' corner. Uh, they did a bunch of uh, interviews with Fury kind of leading up to the Saunders fight. And then also, too, uh, so, uh, Fury's old trainer, he doesn't, uh, he's not with him anymore, but his old trainer, I don't know what that guy's name is, uh, is actually with Saunders right now. Um, anyhow, uh, sick fight. Canelo won. Kudos to him. Kudos to Saunders too. I mean, he he was undefeated. He was like thirty three and one. I think, or, or he was thirty three and zero. Oh, and then obviously after that, uh, after that uh, that fight, he lost. But uh, and then Canelo is uh, fifty five and one. It's crazy. These guys, these guys are perfect. Don't <laughs> don't lose a fight and train their butts off and uh, do do everything uh, to a T. Just like wrestlers, just like MMA fighters. That's why I have so much respect for. For combat sports, um, I mean, you have to you have to love to suffer to actually survive, and you have to love to suffer to actually be successful. It's a different type of breed, if you know what I mean. As you can see, my my wife is a little quiet as we're as we're talking about combat sports here. She she <laughs> hey, watches. No no no. It. She was getting she was getting pretty fired up, and no. she's kind of she's kind of grown to to like combat sports a little bit since. I'm such a junkie every Friday, Saturday watching that stuff, whether it's boxing or... I just or, get a little anxiety. Yeah, I know. I, I, need, know. I need the person I want to win, and yeah. then I get a little... I get screaming <laughs> get a little, little fired bit. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hiding my face. She was all for Canelo. It's kind of like when I watch you, it's like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, can you actually tell the viewers or, or, or just have <clears> the viewers <throat> listen to kind of some of the things that you tell me on the court? Because I, I, I've heard them one too many times. Usually it's like, Go! <laughs> <laughs> let's go i don't know battle uh, yeah. i don't know I, but, I i i tend to be quiet with most of the that's cute I though say. she'll get like really excited and be like go 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 <laughs> until uh no i used to be almost silent though yeah. when i cheered for you and then chris miller yeah. called me out on it and so yeah, says, get, get loud for your boy get loud louder, for your no. man <laughs> And Banks is used to it. She sleeps through no, it. This, this girl over here is my biggest support system. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, she's the first person I see when I wake up and the only person I see on the sidelines. So pretty cool. She, uh, she's got to deal with my, my fiery eyes <laughs> and all my crazy come ons as I'm, as I'm out there <laughs> suffering and just sweating like a machine. As I'm holding my breath. And uh, as I'm holding my breath. As you're holding your breath. Right. For sure. Let's go. Um, but, um, and I always, always love to have you in my corner, mama. So Atlanta, uh, tournament coming up. Um, it's at that Lifetime Fitness, beautiful venue, um, being run by the PPA. It's their it's their first tier one uh, tournament, so kind of cool, um, doing things a little differently. I actually love this format, and I, I think this format uh, should be continued and should be uh, the main format for 2022. If you're gonna if they're gonna showcase it on TV, if uh, if you know if it's gonna be more attractive for the non pickleball eye. Um, you know, if it's gonna just look better, showcase better on TV, it would make sense that that they go about it with single elimination. Um, you know, they can schedule out the finals. Um, you know, they're more organized with their time. It just kind of makes sense. But uh, for this particular tournament, the uh, or I guess all the tier ones, um, I don't know if if uh, each event is always on the same day. But for Atlanta, uh, singles is Thursday, gender doubles is Friday, mixed is. Um, Mixed is Saturday, and then Sunday is all the finals. And there's already scheduled times. Um, it's scheduled on ESPN3, kind of cool. And the finals is best three out of five. Boom. Grind five. that out. It's like a grand slam, baby. That's how it should be. Single elimination, best three out of five. You know what's so sweet about that schedule, too? Is that, like, I could start singles or I could start doubles. I could start mixed at 8 o'clock. I could play my winner's bracket semi at noon or one and I could be done for the day. I mean, it's so nice. I mean, it's that. Unheard of. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're usually we're, used being, we're being used and abused all day and we're there at seven and we're, and we're out of there by eight, you know, or yeah. I mean, it's a 12 hour day. It's insane. And we're getting paid, you know, I mean, I'm not going to talk about that. But um, anyhow, uh, with, with what we make, I personally like the uh, theme of single elimination. Less matches, less time on court, uh, more time with your family. And uh, when we travel, we can actually like see the city. We don't have to be marinating at the tournament all day long, <laughs> you know. Um, it's tricky, like even things you don't think about, like, you know, scheduling the masseuse or, mm -hmm. um, you know, IV or whatever you got to get done to get ready for the next day. That's true. Um, and so we tell these professionals like, hey, we don't know what time we're going to finish. <laughs> today. That, I know, it's, it's silly. You're, you're telling me before you go on court, hey, hey, text him, tell him we're going to be late yeah, or right, whatever, right. you know, so yeah. uh, that. And, That's true. No, no, we usually yeah. always have like a masseuse. I mean, if I'm, if I'm pretty beat up midday, I'll usually schedule a masseuse. Uh, we use an app called Thumbtack. You should totally check it out. Uh, Thumbtack should sponsor me for saying that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, Thumbtack kind of cool. Well, you have to you have to check Be check the hanky. reviews. Yeah, yeah, because I mean. there's some hanky panky business going on. <laughs> hanky panky. Make sure it's professional. Well, if you're gonna use Thumbtack, uh, there it's basically they're usually it's, verified. You can yeah yeah yeah. yeah if they're like verified, a little higher price. But, but it's yeah. a it's an app with various services. Um, one of the services just happens to be uh, massages, and mm -hmm. um, you can. Uh, uh, you can, you know, you can be in any city, um, uh, make sure it finds your location, obviously. And then, uh, yeah, you can look at all the masseuses kind of in that area by zip code. Um, you can message them on there, uh, all that fun stuff. So, uh, we usually use that, but, um, just like what Meg said, um, prime example, 
I was at Puna Gorda. It was like the <coughs> APP Puna Gorda tournament. And, um, you know, I mean, we finished a final at like 9.30. I had Frenzel, who's a complete boss. Oh, he's the best. He's this Haitian man oh, who, uh, who who was actually at the U.S. Open, came and watched me. So uh, we, we always use him uh, anytime that we're in, uh, I guess, southwest Florida. Florida. Yeah. Benita Springs, Puna Gorda, Naples, any of that. He lives in Naples. He'll just kind of travel wherever on that coast. But uh, uh, yeah, we ended up using him that night at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. Know, luckily he, he came a, over. He had to drive like, what yeah, is it? Drive from, yeah, an hour yeah, or so. Hour or so, yeah. Um, but uh, anyhow, you know, just just crazy stuff like that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, anyhow, with this new format, I mean, shoot. You know, I think for, for families traveling, um, I mean, or for, for anybody who wants to be more efficient with their time, this makes sense. <laughs> and for anybody watching, I think, that's trying to, I mean, we have how many people texting us, how do we watch this match, or what's, when's it coming on, or true. when's it going to be on, or, it's true. you know. Uh, and speaking on that note, something else that Selkirk is offering is Selkirk TV, so something that you can do now is... Um, uh, you can download the app and it is one-stop <laughs> shopping, all pickleball. You can check out instructional videos, you can check out podcasts, and you can watch live stream, pretty cool. So uh, one-stop shopping and it's an app all for, um, uh, all for pickleball content. So cool. be, be sure to check that out. Uh, Selkirk TV actually has their own Instagram page, so make sure to follow that Instagram page. Um, I'm sure Mike and Rob would appreciate that. Yeah, I think it launches the 13th. Launches the 13th. Okay, okay, very cool. Um, any anything else that you could tell us about that, Mama? I know you were you were in that meeting. The Selkirk TV. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, different channels on there. Um, different instructional content. Um, the interviews. Uh, but yeah, I think the coolest part is going to be the matches. You're going to have a you know one stop shop for that. But there will be your instructional content on there. Mm -hmm. um, gosh, some of the other cool Selkirk content. Um, but yeah, that would be good. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, PPA schedule for 2022 just came out. Uh, 20 tournaments. Um, so it should be a fun year playing uh, PPA. I'm, uh, I, I, I will probably stay with the PPA train next year as well. Played all the PPA events this year. And it kind of seems like that is the uh, majors of pickleball right now. Um, you know, beautiful venues, more prize money. It's being showcased on ESPN three, so um, so I will be um, I will be sticking with the PPA tour. Um, but uh, if you guys haven't checked out that schedule, you can go to uh, professionalpickleballassociation.com, um, or you can go to PPA's uh, social media pages and take a look at that schedule for next year. Um, also, too, uh, another little fun note. Um, we're going to be, um, running anywhere from, let's say, uh, I don't know, 10 to 10 to 12, 10 to 13 PPA camps next year, all kind of tied to that tournament schedule. Um, so just like this year, we're going to be running camps on that Monday, Tuesday after, um, I will have for sure dates. Um, I would assume by next episode. So I will let you know, um, kind of what's rocking and rolling for camp stuff, uh, that pertains to PPA, uh, in 2022. Yeah, it's, um, you know, pickleball is really picking up. You know, we're, uh, um, I mean, it's nutty, kind of the way we work. We try to plan out our schedule for the following year, like uh, <laughs> by, I don't know, I guess June or July. And kind of yeah. have, you know, I'm, I would say by the end of July, uh, we'll have 2022, eh, maybe end of August, we'll have 2022 camp schedule. 
uh, probably 90% finalized. Um, we have some cool stuff coming up for camp, um, uh, for the, for camps in 2022, partnering in with a few different facilities, um, doing some destination camps, um, doing some stuff with chicken and pickle. So, uh, be sure to, um, be sure to check out my website and go to TysonMcGuffin.com and take a look at all that stuff once we get it finalized and once we get it published. Super exciting. Um, last couple of cans that we've had have all sold out. So 32 people is a, is a damn good number to me. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of being able to uh, present uh, with with a big group. I kind of kind of like the uh, big group setting, have some fun with that. Um, if I can get as many touches as I can in a two-day period um, that uh, uh, really uh, makes a lot of sense to me and I really enjoy working with those campers and, and getting all those touches. Um, That's cool too because you bring in other coaches too. I think people, it's like an added bonus. Like up until the end, I think they, when we publish, whoever's coming with you too, it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. it's unique yeah. each experience. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, keep an eye out because there's guests. Oh, keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, still kind of building that, uh, that, that guest, you know, guest pro, uh, uh, guest pros. Um, as of now, kind of been uh, working with Adam Stone, Kevin McGregor, uh, John Sperling, Kyle McKenzie, obviously, is my main lead. He's my main guy. I uh, love that man. Um, has all of his own camps, too. Yeah, has, 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 10 of his camps, own, yeah. Yeah, has 10 of yep. his own camps this year. <laughs> Um, let's see who else. I used Jay Divier, uh, Leia Jansen, and Kelly Smith in Newport. I uh, really enjoyed um, using them. But uh, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm, I'm really trying to keep it in-house, trying to keep it uh, Selkirk-oriented. You know, Cammy, John, Kyle. But um, uh, anyhow, no. Uh, if you guys uh, want to check out a camp, like I said, you can check out my website. Uh, we have lots, lots more camps coming up this year. Um, a couple more chicken and pickle, uh, a couple of PPA camps, and then we're even going to Los Barriles, uh, Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, checking out Baja um, in November right before Thanksgiving. So if you guys want to take a little destination down to Mexico, uh, check out Meg's Paradise. Meg, if you don't mind, tell the viewers <laughs> all about Los Barriles. Gosh, oh gosh, this is perfect to have well, you on here. We're not supposed to talk about it. That's the whole thing. Oh, stop, stop. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, my mom lives down there. Yeah. And uh, that's where we got married. Um, it's a small little fishing town on the Sea of Cortez. It's about a 45-minute drive from the airport. So instead of going south to Cabo, uh, you go north to Los Briles. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's a quaint little town, not super touristy. That's why it's kind of our best-kept secret. Um, the water is beautiful. Uh, you have to be a little self-sufficient. I'm not gonna lie on um, getting around and kind of yeah it's kind of like the authentic mexican uh culture i would say you kind of have to embrace that because if you don't and and you're looking to go mega resort and get your get your feet pampered and <laughs> you know have a have a uh uh waiter or waitress kind of follow you around and act like a king or a queen los briles is not going to provide that no no but i would rather it's so funny that's not really what i have grown up with or been around yeah. and so yeah. so we got to so, show each other the different sides of mexico for our wedding because we did you took and took us and we did all inclusive yeah we did bachelor bachelorette party uh at a mega resort in cabo that's kind of what i'm used to that's what i grew up with uh you know went to mazalan with my family um uh, been to puerto vallarta been to cabo a couple of times cabo's freaking uh 
Cabo's a wild house at night. <laughs> wild house. Yeah, we treat Cabo like Vegas when I the go boys, down to see my the, mom. The boys come out in Cabo we'll, at night. We'll go to Cabo the for like come out. a day, stay the night, and then we go back. So, yeah, but, but uh, no, it was know. killer. We did uh, mega resort all inclusive. Um, not gonna lie, lots of booze, lots of cigars, <laughs> uh, lots of verde salsa. Dumped that on my head. <laughs> so good um but anyhow that was meg's first time kind of doing the mega resort deal um so i thought i'd you know show her that and yeah we had we had a great time doing that uh and then we ended up yeah driving an hour and a half north up to los brules got the authentic uh you know kind of feel there in that small town everybody drives atvs Yep, bring your pesos, Not though. Not much infrastructure. <laughs> Cash everywhere. And, Cell service uh, is no bueno. No, no, but you don't need it. That's that's the best part. I, I always tell him when I was first talking about Mexico, there's something about getting there and stepping off that plane, just like everything melts away. It's yeah. like it's the total uh, release and relax. And yeah. yeah, my favorite place to be Pre, pre-COVID. This has been the longest span I've gone without going down there, so... Right. Miss it, and Sky misses it. Ty misses Ty it. Misses Ty's it. a big fan of Mexico. Ty keeps telling Nanny he wants to live there. Yeah, Ty's first <laughs> time down to Mexico is a proud dad moment, because usually he's got his, you know, he's got his babysitter not half of the day, but probably at least three hours a day where he's on his tablet, right, and uh, or he's using dad's phone and draining all the battery. Um, but proud dad moment, you know, he's like playing in the dirt, getting dirty, <laughs> like, you know, uh, uh, playing outside with the kids. Uh, anyhow, just being a kid, didn't have a tablet in his hand. Uh, he's mingling with other kids, uh, having fun with adults, playing in the dirt. I mean, it was just, it was uh, something you want to see being being a parent and no. obviously this day and age. and and uh gosh even for the adults too like we call it what at nine around eight or nine it's baja midnight like you're so tired you're ready for happy hour and then you want to go to bed early because it just wears you out down there just everything about it but there's so much to do um i probably shouldn't say this but i (laughs) if it's too windy to fish then i'll play pickleball Pickles down there, mm-hmm. <laughs> but fishing's definitely yeah, fishing's definitely my priority. Yeah, and, and tell tell the viewers here uh, how much of a badass you are on oh, that no. fishing boat. Come on, no, no. don't be humble. <laughs> this gal here is probably the most humble female that you will ever meet. No, I would. And if say- you see her at a tournament. <laughs> She's holding a beautiful baby, and she's usually decked out in Louis, <laughs> Louis uh, diaper bag, Louis purse. Go no, ahead. I would say my mom. My mom's definitely a much better fisherwoman than than I am, but uh, they fisher marlin and dorado, and my favorite's tuna because they fight you. Um, actually, wrestle maybe, that tuna. Maybe my favorite's night fishing for for red snapper. She wants to pass but. out when she gets a massage, <laughs> and she wants to fight that tuna and stay like out this girl all is night, bad. seven p.m. Bad. to seven a.m. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the best. Oh, the old night fishing. Night fishing. Yeah. Tell tell them the story. Come on. Tell them the story. Uh, Well, it's not not for mainstream fishing. I don't know. I don't care. It's commercial. The commercial fishermen go out in these, I don't even know how big they are, but little blue uh, fiberglass pongas. um, And they go up at 7 p.m. about when the sun's setting. Um, They'll go out, uh, spend the first half of the night once it's dark uh, catching their bait. And then um, the second half of the night, uh, they fish, and everything is done by hand. So you catch your bait by hand, and then you hand line the big red snappers in. So, and you're out there 12 hours, tiny ponga, 
right on the water. Um, no bathroom, no, no amenities, nothing, but it's the best. But we, we go. tried taking some other family members on a bigger boat. What do you, what do you have to, not, uh, not to interrupt you, what no, do you no, have no. to do if you have to use the restroom? Um, I don't know. I've never had to. Oh, stop. <laughs> I haven't. For guys, it's easy. I guess they just, I look the other way and then they You're go right. to the bathroom. But I really, I've not had to go. <laughs> Turn, but Chica. typically on boats without, there's a bucket. <laughs> you choose the bucket. <laughs> but if you plan it right, you don't have to go. I don't know. <laughs> drop drop a heater in the bucket, all right? Get her done. That's too funny. Oh. By the way, um, <laughs> if you look below in the description, uh, there's an affiliate link for this cool charger box right here. I'm not gonna lie, this sucker is killer. There's an affiliate link to your Amazon store because you actually have an affiliate Amazon page. I don't think many people probably know. Can that. you can you tell them about that real yeah. quick? <laughs> um, Since she's done yeah. all this work for me, I mean, come on, it's uh, not me. No, no, you're an actual influencer on Amazon now. So uh, Tyson's created his own page, or I've created it for him. Uh, but he's put all the stuff that you use, like that charger box yeah, and yeah. Uh, check out. you know different things in the kitchen since you spend more time in the kitchen than i do yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah that box i is am pretty i strange. am the cook around the house you are i'm the cook around the house not, when there's groceries not in the, the house. clean but hey the cook. <laughs> hey hey i'm not always the cleaning with person. a great personality <laughs> comes a messy person <laughs> Um, anyhow, hope you guys uh, liked my clothing line that I kind of debuted at the U.S. Open. I got the hat on here. Uh, if you're taking a look at Meg, or actually, uh, Mama, if you don't mind grabbing that little pink hat there, let's, let's show that little puppy off. Show her off. Dun, dun, dun. Boom. Put that, put that thing on real quick, girl. Come on. Even though she spent about 30 minutes doing her hair for this episode. I mean, oh, shit. Yeah, Huh? I can put it on. Well, yeah, yeah. You gotta take the take the uh, headphones off. Slap the hat on. Show it off real quick. Oh yeah. So we went with the five panel, uh, five panel hat. Uh, got the TM logo up front. Um, it's got some. Uh, it's got some venting in the side. Went with the uh, pink bill. I think it's pretty fresh. But uh, anyhow, yeah. Got some uh, tank tops, long sleeves. Uh, rock the premium shirt as well. Um, the, the tank tops are the, the baseline or the, uh, uh, I guess there's three different, uh, tiers. There's premium baseline and then, uh, my dual blend, which is just my regular, uh, white and black TM shirt, uh, with a big old TM in the middle and says Tyson McGuffin. But, uh, anyhow, the, uh, premium shirt was the gray and the pink, uh, kind of running diagonally, had my logo pretty small running across and then a Selkirk logo, the, uh, on the left chest and then left shoulder um, or left arm, I should say, had those three stripes. But kind of went with that, uh, that stripe look. Um, I thought it was pretty clean and modern. Went with the colors pink, yellow, and gray. Um, there was a Nike collection that came out a couple years ago during the Australian Open and it was super clean. It was uh, stripes on the shoulder, clean logo, um, clean logo here or in the, uh, left chest and then some design that kind of uh, ran diagonally across the Nike shirt. So I, I kind of followed that theme a little bit. Been working with Brandon Huffman. I hope I pronounced his last name correctly. Brandon is a total stud. He's, at a, he's the designer for paddles and clothing um, for Selkirk. He does a really good job. 
Um, so worked with him and uh, came out with a masterpiece. Pretty cool. Shorts are going to be coming here pretty soon. I would say the shorts are probably the, uh, um, I think, the the best piece of the line. Um, uh, no, they will uh, not go past your knees, and it will not even go past your, your mid-thigh. They're actually, they're two-inch shorts. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, so the shorts come in uh, seven-inch and nine-inch. Um, you know me, I'll be rocking the uh, small seven inch, maybe even an extra small. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of been, you know, bouncing back and forth from five inch shorts and seven inch shorts. The uh, five inch shorts that I've been uh, wearing, I'm not gonna lie, there's, there's been, uh, I, I get lots of DMs and lots of uh, uh, messages on uh, social media uh, that pertains to my shorts. But um, uh, yeah, I wear a lot of like Nike running shorts with the spandex built in. Um, those are all five inch, um, and they're super light. Uh, they're breathable. I'm not gonna lie. The way that I was sweating in Naples, it took about ten minutes for me to sweat through a pair of shorts. Um, so them being so lightweight and breathable, uh, it probably didn't didn't help. Um, but um, anyhow, super excited for that line to come out. Um, uh, I'm gonna be debuting. Um, most of it uh, in Atlanta coming next week. Obviously Selkirk just uh, launched their Electrify series. I'm gonna be wearing some of that stuff um, with my clothing line. So um, excited for uh, Atlanta next weekend. Excited to be wearing those bright colors. Um, and actually kind of a, f uh, a cool, little, cool little note here. If you take a look at the design on the Electrify series, um, there's a map on the shirt of downtown Atlanta. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know. It's pretty that. sweet. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So they're like using the tournament, uh, or I guess using the uh, location, and um, I, I guess kind of building the uh, design around the um, location. But the uh, colors are bright green or neon green. And uh, Rob calls it, I was thinking it was peach or red. Rob called it uh, peach. So oh. so um, uh, Georgia peach and neon green. Um, but uh, anyhow, it's gonna be very bright, very loud, but uh, super cool. Yeah, downtown Atlanta and uh, kind of like a, a very modified, uh, dull looking map is, is on the uh, premium shirt. Anyhow, so Selkirk is going to be a uh, big sponsor for the uh, PPA Atlanta tournament. So be sure to check out their uh, check out their vendor booth. Go over there, um, maybe snatch some of the Electrify uh, clothing. Get some get some bright colors on you. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of a cool creative idea to uh, um, you know add the streets and kind of add a little map uh, yeah, on so cool. on on the shirt there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, just like what you mentioned, I know they. Uh, did that for nationals a couple years ago. Um, there in Palm Springs, they put a bunch of Palm Springs or the palm uh, trees. Put a bunch of palm trees. Put a bunch of Palm Springs on their on their shirt. What are you talking what is about? Palm huh? uh, put a bunch of palm trees uh, and kind of f some some fun um, uh, stuff on their shirt. Uh, Everybody in, liked that. Back one in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Selkirk is probably one of the only paddle manufacturers that. Uh, that adds a bit more flair into their clothing. I Innovative think they, with their yeah. clothing, for sure. Yeah, I think they, they kind of take 
take pride in uh, uh, doing things a little differently and, and being a bit more creative, being yeah. a bit more innovative w- with their clothing. Um, and so, yeah, super excited to be wearing those bright, bright clothes and uh, excited to be um, kicking some butt with Riley and Anna Lee next weekend. Um, so camp stuff coming up. Uh, we have a camp in Atlanta on that Monday, Tuesday. We have 30 people signed up so far. Would love to see a couple more people trickle in. Uh, we can take up to uh, 38, 38, yep, 40, 30, 40, 40, 40, 40, to take up the 40. Um, beautiful venue, uh, Lifetime Fitness, like we talked about. Uh, there's like, I don't know, 40 something uh, tennis courts. And they have that big stadium court there right in the middle. Um, uh, it looks like a looks like a bowl. And last year they did three stadium courts. Um, kind of fun. But uh, yeah, beautiful venue. Landscaping is pristine. Uh, it's, a, it's a USTA training center. Uh, so I, would, I believe there's a lot of uh, tennis tournaments and junior tournaments and stuff there. But um, anyhow, uh, let's kick some, kick some butt in hot Atlanta. Excited to go. Hot take Atlanta. the fam. Yep, take the fam. Actually, yeah. It'll be, well. Mother-in-law, so, Sky, yep. Mama Banks. So we just took Ty to California. Yeah. Newport Beach. Yeah. So now this is Sky's trip. Yeah. So. Sky doesn't come to many, so it'd be. Yeah, it'd be I think I'm I'm hearing Banks wake up, Uh-oh. so I'm gonna end this episode <laughs> pretty quickly, unless you want to go snag her real quick. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go rescue yeah, her. I'll yeah, let we'll you. I'll you. Let you no, 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 no. Bring uh, oh, bring okay. the bankers up here. Okay. Oh yeah. So anyhow, we're gonna be um, taking off for Atlanta on Monday. Um, flying out later later Monday. Look who just woke up from her little nap. Got the bankers. Hello, bankers is live. Ooh. Hey, with a burp. Yeah, right <laughs> She's got two bottom teeth. She's been slobbering a little bit. Just started eating solids. We found out that if we give her carrots, her face breaks out. So we can't be giving her carrots. Yeah, we thought she was Don't just being doing picky. doing that. Yeah, I thought we, she was being picky, but no, she no. may be allergic. Yeah. Hey, banger. She's, she is just a ham all day long. Just stealing daddy's heart. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Uh, for about a month and a half, I, I kind of softened up, you know. Was having a hard time competing. Um, was having a hard time just really trying to trying to find that inner, like, competitiveness. I kind of felt like I lost it a little bit. And uh, um, anyhow, over uh, over the last month or so, um, I did some just, I guess, mental visualization uh before u.s open tried to put myself uh you know um tried to put myself in a very successful uh place mentally if you know what i mean and really tried to find that grit find that uh determination and um uh, anyhow was was able to find some of my best stuff in naples um you know playing playing singles and uh, actually playing playing all events i played very well so um even though she is sweet she hasn't fully softened me <laughs> okay she hasn't fully softened me um because you need your own headphones so uh after atlanta camp we're actually rocking and rolling all of uh all of june and all of july um so running a camp called the mcguffin bash in Coeur d'Alene, june 4th of the 6th are you the person that isn't very confident with your game? You're not confident under pressure. Maybe you're a little insecure with showing up to rec play. Maybe you have a hard time performing at your best. 
whether it's rec play or it's tournament play, you should check out Tyson McGuffin signature PV cam. We offer a wide range of fundamentals, but I guarantee after either one or two days at our camps, you will feel much more confident. Whether you're in rec play, whether you're in tournament play, you'll be ready to go out there and kick some butt. And then we're running a Pacific Northwest uh, camp tour. We're hitting Bellingham, Seattle, and then Portland all in one week. Um, and then I'm getting geared up for San Clemente PPA. Uh, and then in the month of July, we have Coeur d'Alene Camp, July 12th and 13th. And then I'm going to be uh, in Sun Valley, beautiful part of the country. It's in southern Idaho. Um, I don't I don't talk uh, a lot about southern Idaho. And when I do, it's usually not nice. Um, uh, but uh, compared to our yeah, you know, it, yeah. So, just, just uh, southern Idaho. It's pretty <clears throat> flat, pretty, pretty dry, pretty deserty and uh, just not as green and lush and pretty as North Idaho. Um, you know, we get pine trees all over, huge mountains, uh, you know, lakes. Uh, there's probably, I don't know, six lakes all within like 30 mile radius uh, here in North Idaho. Um, anyhow, so I'm uh, gonna be in Sun, uh, Sun Valley, beautiful part of the country, uh, the 15th through the 18th. And then um, uh, Kyle actually is gonna be banging out some camps in June. Kyle's gonna be in Hoover, Alabama. Hoover, Hoover, Hoover. Hoover, Alabama, never been to Hoover. And actually, you know what? I've never actually been to Alabama. Um, he's gonna be in Alabama uh, June 1st and 2nd. Um, he's got uh, 10 signups so far. And then um, he's gonna be in Colorado Springs at that new facility. Looks pretty cool. It does look pretty cool. And I wish I could remember the name. Uh, is it Steamboat? Uh, could be, could be Steamboat. But it's in Colorado Springs, brand new. Um, uh, Scott Moore may um, may have something may have something to do with it, but um, and then after that he is going to be in Portland, Maine, 28th and 29th of June. Not going to lie, he's got about uh, 30 something campers right now. That's so crazy. Uh, little did I know, uh, Portland, Maine is <laughs> is hot and heavy, and they are dying for some uh, pickleball attention. Yeah. There's high demand in Portland, Maine. Plus, I've heard it's a really beautiful yeah, place to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm um, not going to lie. I, I may put that on my camp schedule next year. But Kyle's teaching at a tennis facility there, and the tennis director said that they can host up to 58 campers. So basically said, hey, you can take the whole facility. Um, but uh, And then Kyle, in the month of July, let's see here. In the month of July, he's doing Seattle, July 19th and 20th. Um, that is directly after the Seattle tournament. That's still going to go on. And he is in Bend the following Monday, Tuesday, after the Bend tournament, the 23rd, 24th, and 25th, if that goes on. Um, so got some camps coming up. Camps coming up. Uh, there is really, there's only one tournament. Uh, well, there's only one tournament in May. There is uh, one in June, and there's none in July. So I kind of use those three months to... Um, get some camps in and uh, make myself useful and um, you know obviously get a get a bit more teaching in since I'm not playing um, also too during that time uh, since I'm not playing as many tournaments great time to work on my game great time to implement new things um, great time just to be creative with uh, you know trying some trying some different things and uh, working on some new patterns maybe changing technique um, but um, you know, I think if you, if you have a window of four to six weeks before your next event, great time to, to really start going 80-20, 80% drill to 20% play 
and uh, be creative with your craft and add some more tools to your toolbox. Um, or if you are a lower level player, um, and, and lower level, I mean uh, three out to four five, um, and you had four to six weeks before your next tournament, I would say come and take a Tyson McGuffin signature PB camp. Yeah, It's a great idea. Um, get yourself MacGuffined. I don't know if okay, you mentioned. That'd be the best experience of your life. <laughs> of your life. Not to get off track. Right, bankers? Yeah. <laughs> best but, experience of uh, your life. The MacGuffin party camp that kind of kicks it off. What about the, it? The three days. Yeah, if you want to let um, the viewers know kind of what we have going on. Yeah, three. kind of broke it up into three days. And we're going to so, run this every year. So next year, yeah. I want to see 64 people. For sure. All coming For to beautiful sure. North Idaho. But over three days, so you have a little more time to enjoy Coeur d'Alene after your camp, right? Your camp day is a little shorter each day. Yep, eight, um, eight to noon. And then we have, you know, an eight to noon. And then they can do... Uh, we're going to do exhibitions yeah. at noon with all the campers. We're going to have uh, lunch provided. Yeah. Um, lunch from Melts. We'll have a yeah. snow cone guy there. He said he's even going to take his shirt off. <laughs> you know. You guys may have seen flexing, him already on the YouTube flexing channel. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then we're hosting dinner at our house. The first uh, the night. The first night. Um, so. We will be doing individual uh, voiceovers with campers uh, bringing their pre-video. Um, so yeah, we'll have dinner at the house. Your your boy will be on the grill, on my on my new can, next grill. You can see the infamous hot tub. Huh? <laughs> you can see the hot tub, me flipping burgers. Uh, anyhow, super fun. We had a great time last year, had yeah, campers so at our house last year. Um, that was, I guess, uh, kind of my, my first camp under my own umbrella to a certain degree. And um, anyhow, no love, love to, uh, host events in my area um, and uh, love to have people around the world coming to me in beautiful North Idaho. I, uh, I've grown to love this place and I've grown to love these two little angels right next to me. I'm tell you what, YouTube stuff. Hope you guys are loving the content, loving the YouTube channel. It's called the McGuffin Pickleball Club. If you haven't subscribed, um, uh, turn your day around and subscribe immediately and it will change your life uh, just like that. Um, but, uh, been posting three videos each week during our fundamental series. Um, um, we posted third and fifth ball drops, uh, like I just mentioned last week. Hope you guys enjoyed the graphics. Hope you enjoyed the content. Um, hope you enjoyed episode 14. Uh, there's lots of good stuff in there. If you guys have any questions for us, uh, any questions pertaining to pickleball, uh, mental toughness, uh, anything like that, we will get to that. Um, come episode 16. Um, so after this video gets published, if you want to um, uh, just ask questions below in the comment uh, box, uh, you can totally do that. So we're going to be posting uh, block volleys. Uh, we're going to be posting block volley um, coming uh, very soon, probably uh, in the next couple of days here. Um, so that is week five. Um, just got done kind of hammering out um, all, all the notes and going through the whole timeline of each video, uh, inputting notes, uh, graphic ideas, kind of things like that. So hope you guys appreciate that. Um, I'm trying to, like I said last episode, I'm trying to be the ultimate king on YouTube, have the best content, have the best podcast, and ultimately here in about a year, hold the belt. I want I, I want the YouTube pickleball content belt. Give them the belt. Okay, I, I want the belt's gonna be on my waist, not Jordan, not Simone. It's gonna be on my waist. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> like I said last episode as well, uh, a couple people that have great content on their YouTube page. There's plenty, but uh, a couple people uh, uh, that I like to follow is uh, Jordan Briones, got a lot of good stuff, and Simone Jardine, she's got a lot of good stuff. Mark Renison also has professional content. He, he does a good job editing videos, doing, uh, doing voiceovers, um, including matches. <laughs> Quiet, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, uh, uh, showing B-roll of matches with uh, voiceover, and then he'll even um, he'll even introduce some of his own instructional videos or some of his. Holy shnikes! Okay, Mark Renison does three things. Okay, he does a voiceover. He shows B-roll of a match being played, and then he'll even show. Uh, he'll like edit and he'll show some of his own instructional videos kind of with that if that makes sense um, But um, lots of good content on YouTube really excited for you guys to check out uh, uh, week five block volley series. I, I feel like it's um, uh, Probably my best video that I made uh, out of the uh, nine week series A um, lot of good stuff on there pertaining to block volleys um, and and like I always state um, when I when I do these instructional videos, I like to give you the whole pie, and I like to um, identify uh, technique, uh, tactics, court position, body mechanics, uh, some mental toughness cues, um, and then try to differentiate with uh, 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 level specific drills and games. I think that really hits home and plays plays a big part. Um, but uh, if you guys are loving the YouTube channel, um, make sure to comment below. Uh, do know that. I respond to 99% of my comments. I take I take pride into taking care of my fans and responding to my fans. If I don't respond, my wife makes sure to tell my butt to respond. <laughs> but you're the one responding. <laughs> but I am I'm the one responding at all times. Um, and I'm not I'm not afraid to go into detail if you ask me questions. Um, so. Uh, so be sure to like, subscribe, turn those notifications on, and follow me on my YouTube channel. Um, Okay, so coaches tips, coaches tips. We've been um, kind of doing a little segment each week uh, for the last, uh, I guess, uh, two episodes on coaches tips. Um, so, the, so the tip that I have this week is um, uh, the tip that I have this week is um, learning the progressions, or I, I guess uh, using the correct progressions uh, when you're uh, introducing drills. So, um, kind of something I like to do is I like the first progression or the first drill to be stationary, very controlled, no movement. That way you can really focus on the technique and focus on the fundamental. Um, and then uh, second drill, we're still working on the technique, but we're integrating a bit more movement. And then uh, third progression, we are moving a bit more. Um, we are maybe getting a little live play in, um, but maybe it's half drill, half play. Um, but kind of use that progression where the first drill is stationary. It's all very specific towards the technique. Second drill, um, you're, you're integrating a little bit of movement. Maybe you're showing how to move. And then third drill, um, they are integrating movement. They are um, hopefully at a point where they've semi-mastered the technique and you can play some stuff out. Um, in a very cooperative manner, and then obviously piggyback that with a live situational game. Um, so kind of like using those progressions where, um, you know, first it's stationary with technique, 
second drill is um, kind of introducing the movement uh, with the technique, and then we're putting it all together in that in that last progression. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, my lovely wife here is PPR certified. So if you guys <laughs> if you guys want to get a hot lesson from from the hottest mama in pickleball. Get your butt to Coeur d'Alene. I'll schedule that for you. Oh, thanks. Hey, she's only 500 <laughs> bucks an hour. That's, that's all she is. Uh, that's all she is. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like, I'll help, love helping beginners. Oh, we'll she likes the beginners. <laughs> you know why? To the sport. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> why? Because they're always happy. Oh. <laughs> they're always happy, baby. I thought you were going to say my technique is Oh, awful. no, no, no. <laughs> But Meg does My have this very ugly. specific shot, and it's called the Cobra. <laughs> and and I should tell this story. At Nationals, oh, have you guys no. seen Dodgeball? Is it so Dodgeball? Bad. It's Dodgeball. Dodgeball. So at, at Nationals, um, anytime she hit the Cobra, and, and the Cobra more so was just an inside-out um, inside oh, backhand. Right. Oh, no, no, it's inside-out forehand. But it should be a backhand off of her left ear, but she just she's in a full Western grip, kind of like the Newman pancake grip. Where she can do all this. And instead of her taking a high backhand volley, she just swipes this puppy over and then slides it down. I call that the anaconda. And <laughs> the if, you're not, if you're not ready, you will get bit. It's called a snake bite with pure venom. Anyhow, anytime she hit that at Nationals, she was playing uh, three, five, 19 plus. Uh, me and my two brothers who were extremely obnoxious. And those two boys are degenerates. Rowdy, uh, rowdy very rowdy. <laughs> Anyhow, anytime she hit it, we would slap our legs and go. <laughs> so distracting. Bankers, you like that? Kind of a uh, you know, uh, fun little a little dance to get her opponents riled up at uh, nationals. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you were always incognito, like dark hat, dark hat, glasses, and hiding out. Duck, dodge, and dive. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the Don't three uh, key ter uh, <laughs> key terms to uh, playing good dodgeball. Oh gosh! Duck, dodge, and dive. <laughs> They're like throwing wrenches at his head. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> um, any any coaches out there? If you want to leave me a question or leave Coach Kyle and I a question um, after this episode in the comment section below, feel free. We are all about helping coaches out, um, educating coaches. Uh, getting uh, coaches um, uh, any sort of extra insight or, or fun creative drills or games. Uh, both Kyle and I are huge junkies of the sport. Um, and uh, so, yeah, love, love to talk about that stuff. Um, I was going to say that Kyle and I are, are going live tomorrow, but obviously this uh, podcast won't be published for a couple of days. So, um, but keep an so that eye is out. not relevant. Keep an yes. eye out when you're posting. Keep an eye out for sure. Yeah. Keep an eye out. It will be on my Facebook page, Tyson McGuffin Pickleball. Um, you can, uh, I guess, watch it a little later. Instructional nugget of the week. <laughs> Hear that all day, baby, all day. Dad, all day. Dad, dad. Dad, all day. Um, anytime that you're in control of a uh, dink exchange, um, let's say that you're moving your opponent side to side, or maybe you're dinking in front of you, but you but you see them scrambling, you, you kind of see them off balance. Um, if you recognize that you're in control, uh, your your court position should be looking to lean in a bit more, or you should be looking to capitalize and take more balls out of the air, or you should be looking to uh, uh, use more leverage and maybe capitalize on that high ball so you can either punch out of the air or maybe roll in yellow. Now, granted, 
Um, if you feel like you can be more efficient with your speed up or if you feel like you can be, uh, uh, if you can add more disguise or be more creative with speeding up off the bounce, maybe it's moving them side to side, getting them off balance, um, hitting some push dinks, getting them to be a little indecisive. And then when you see that lift coming up, you know it has your name on it and with it having your name on it, um, I would I would use the phrase bounce, apex, and speed up. Um, but uh, yeah, use that phrase, look, uh, look to speed up uh, on the apex. Um, but uh, you know, and there's, uh, like I said, there's two different ways to look at it. If you feel like you've tried to speed up out of the air, <coughs> and maybe you're just not as creative, or maybe you're not beating your opponent by speeding up out of the air. Um, and, and, and what I mean by that is, is I mean that you're taking a ball in yellow, not, not in green, obviously. I mean, uh, it, it, it would not make sense that uh, you would take a step back and t uh, take a ball in yellow versus leaning in and capitalizing and taking it out of the air in green. Plan A should always be, hey, can I take this ball out of the air? Can I capitalize? Can I uh, um, uh, be, mo be, uh, be more efficient with my footwork, not have to move as much? Yeah, so you know, after I've won the Dinkin Exchange, um, I'm either looking to capitalize and lean in um, but if I, if I recognize that maybe I've won more points by speeding up off the bounce, maybe I'm more creative off the bounce, or maybe simply when I've tried to sped up uh, uh, or when I've tried to speed up out of the air in yellow, m my opponent saw it coming. And uh, maybe it makes sense then to let more balls bounce, let the ball sit up at the apex, and then look to pick your poison um, with letting that ball sit on the apex. Um, Bankers, do you bankers? Do you have any uh, any uh, any things for the uh, viewers here? Tuck Tuck's gonna join us too. Tuck Tuck Tuck. Oh my goodness. Um, so Bankers doesn't have any comments, but she is uh, making some noise over there. Uh, Mama, uh, know that I love you. It was great to have you oh. um, on episode fifteen. Not as good as Kyle. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, so Kyle. Uh, Kyle had some lessons today. You know, he's busy, busy teaching at the playground. He's in high demand. He's in high demand. <laughs> he is, he is for sure. So um, uh, anyhow, was uh, fortunate enough to use my wife here today. So happy to have you on the, uh, have you on uh, the MacGuffin Show, episode 15. Um, she's been a huge, huge help with all the admin and uh, branding. Brandon, the camp company, Brandon, the YouTube channel, and, and all the uh, time and effort. So truly appreciate you, love you more than you will ever know. And uh, at the end of the day, um, I have no idea where I would be without this little honey. Oh, you. Little honey. Love you too. Love you too, mama. Um, anyhow, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm gonna have this chica on again. Uh, <laughs> we're actually probably gonna start our own podcast. Uh, she was the one that bought all this gear because not only did she want me to be successful, but hey, she wants a little slice too. She wants, she wants hers too. Hey, we can talk. We can talk a little family. No, for get sure. Get a little real. No, and of course. Talk of course, a little bit about business. It's a great idea. A little yeah. bit about business. For as our, and, as our and, child screaming no, in the background. <laughs> and Meg's business mind is, is much brighter and, and much more uh, educated uh, than mine. So uh, with her podcast, I don't know what we're gonna name it yet, but. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, I'll let her kind of dive into, dive into, uh, uh, kind of what she's, uh, you know, what she's learned through business, 
Um, she's got a pretty cool story, you know. Uh, uh, moved out of the house when she was 16, graduated high school when she was 17, bought her own home when she was 18, never went to college. Uh, uh, picked everybody's brain that was around her and um, surrounded herself with educated people, um, asked a lot of questions, and uh, kind of uh, found her path through through that sort of mentality. Pretty, pretty simple. It's uh, uh, being eager um, and uh, being a hustler, working your butt off, not taking shit from anybody, and uh, buying a business when you're 25 and building that sucker up. Now it's very successful. Uh, Meg owns and operates a water bottling business here in Hayden called Clearwater Springs. Best water in the world and uh, it is uh, refreshing and uh, crispy water. It's good, good stuff, good stuff. So like, subscribe, and turn those notifications on for the MacGuffin Pickleball Club. My name is Tyson MacGuffin. This is Megan MacGuffin. This is the MacGuffin Show. We'll see you guys later.